Episode 6, It's Not Yet Time The blonde-haired girl that was kneeling beside the woman that had just passed through the void was looking on with worry. One could tell that she was concerned for the woman laying on the forest floor just by the shapes her face was making. The woman lying on the ground began to push herself up to stand. The young girl tried to help her up, not knowing that she was not strong enough to truly help the woman. It was the thought that counted. As they both stood to their feet, the girl stretched out her hand to give something to the woman. It was the paper that was in her hand right before she fell. The woman took the piece of paper and looked at it. She had originally planned to warn James that the man sitting across from him was an imposter. But the voice in the void told her that the time had to be right. She wasn't sure when that would be, but she knew this was not now. The woman took the paper, popped it into her mouth, and started chewing. It had the faint taste of palm sweat from before. After swallowing the chewed paper, the woman shook the small girl's hand and proceeded to sit down at the table she was occupying with Bernadette earlier. The young girl that had been chewing on the lollipop stick walked back to the table she was sharing with the man in his late twenties who was now enjoying the birthday special. The woman who had come back from the void sat at her table. She had a terrible stress headache. The waitress appeared at the table with a glass of ice water and slammed it down on the surface with a smile, and as before, ran away as fast as she could. The woman in the blouse liked this waitress. She admired her enthusiasm. The woman sitting with Bernadette drank the ice water while she sat and thought. Who was the voice in the void? Did it matter? Ultimately, she concluded, it did not. Her head hurt more now. As she finished the water, a bell rang as someone walked into the diner. No one knew where the ringing was coming from. A short man, about six foot, walked in. He was wearing a black suit, a black hat, dark sunglasses, and was carrying a briefcase in his left hand. The woman in the blouse perked up. This is the man the newscaster told her about. But how could she know for sure? Did this man have a pocket watch? At that thought, the man reached into his pocket and pulled out a pocket watch to presumably check the time. He continued to walk towards a table while he gazed into the face of the watch. Instantly, the man looking at the watch fell in the same spot that the woman had fallen. The man tossed his hands up as he fell into the void, letting go of the pocket watch which landed on solid ground four feet away. No one else in the diner saw this. The woman in the blouse ran over and snatched up the pocket watch. She thought there was some importance to the watch. As the man had done before his disappearing fall, she gazed into the watch's face. Its hands were very ornate, like two hand-carved pieces of French wooden furniture this was an outrageous though though because these were metal, not wood, and the French aren't really known for their metal watch hands. The dial was a soft cream mother of pearl that shimmered when glanced at from side to side. The shimmer reminded her of the oils found on some of the feathers she enjoyed collecting. She missed collecting feathers. It was far less stressful than what was happening at the diner today. While staring at the watch face the woman also noticed that the hands of the pocket watch were not moving. They were stuck at 9.28. She gave the knob on top a few twists. The hands spun around the face quickly, eventually landing on 2.30. 
She assumed this was the correct time, but had no idea why that made sense to her. The only clock in the diner was broken. This has been a Tiny Light production. Thank you for listening. Could we interest you in any more fish or coffee?